If you are tired of putting out fires in your business and dropping the ball, then this episode is just what you need. Busyness has become a badge of honor, and my mission is to break the cycle of the hustle mentality. Now, you don't have to be busy all the time in order for you to be successful. If you're always busy, you're not getting the best results from all of the energy that you are expending, and I'm pretty sure you are not getting the things done that are going to help your business grow, which is why you're feeling overwhelmed and frustrated. So today we're going to talk about how you can be more intentional with your time and get the right things done that will help you achieve business growth without the overwhelm and frustration. Welcome to the Mind Your Time podcast with Shannon Baker. I'm your coffee-loving host and the CEO of a boutique consulting company where I work with purpose-driven women like you who have tight schedules and an aversion to technology but they're ready to get organized and create business systems so they can leave overwhelm behind and get things done. I strongly believe that being busy is not a badge of honor. We just need to be more intentional with our time and create success on our own terms. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine, and let's dive into today's topic. The word hustle. You either like it or you don't. Personally, I'm anti-hustle because it's not sustainable. But there seems to be an increase in the number of people who feel this is the only way to succeed as a business owner. Being in hustle mode usually means that you're overworked, stressed out, burning the candle at both ends, and you're doing everything you can just to try to get ahead, but you never really do. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been in hustle mode for the past several months, but it was for a very specific period of time And it's because I was implementing a very detailed plan. The results of executing that plan, I launched a new audio freebie. I've refreshed my website. I relaunched this podcast and I launched a membership. So obviously, there are moments in our lives where as business owners, we have to step up the pace to get things done. But that hustle or busy period should have an end date. The problem is most business owners stay in this mode and it just isn't healthy. And this happens for a number of reasons. Now, there are three main reasons that I see this happening over and over again to women in my community. One, it's because your business has no boundaries, so it has taken control of your life. Two, there is no growth strategy in place, so you don't know where you should be directing your resources. And three, you have no systems in place in your business and you're really running it by the seat of your pants. Now, if you've listened to my other episode about planning for more success in 2023, then you've heard me talk about why we need to be very intentional about how we use our time. If you haven't, I'm going to drop a link to it in the show notes so you can go back and listen to it. But basically, I talk about how being intentional means you take calculated steps that requires planning. Being intentional means you are choosing to do something on purpose. And in order for that to happen, you have to have a detailed plan to follow. Your goal, your purpose, and your aim, that's your intention. It's something you mean to do, and it doesn't matter if you pull it off or not. Yes, this is a very strategic approach, and it requires you to invest time and attention. It also requires self-discipline but it's worth the effort. So let's talk about 
how you can make that shift and direct your resources, that's your time, your energy, and your money, and make sure you achieve your business goals. So I'm going to start by doing this as a myth-busting kind of format. As I talk about each myth, I'm going to talk about how you can make a change and be more intentional. So let's start with myth number one, that you have to be available all the time. Social media makes you think that you need to operate like a 7-Eleven, being open and available all the time. This is only going to lead to burnout. And what I found is many people think that always being available means that you're serving your clients well. Well, reality check, you are not. It's actually a disservice to your clients. Why? Because you're not giving them the best version of you. When you're always available, you don't have space or time to exercise, to eat right, to rest, And you probably aren't spending quality time with your friends and family either. Eventually, you're going to get mad at your clients because they are always demanding your attention. But really, it's not their fault. You trained them to be that way. So before I get into the specifics about boundaries, let's talk about why you need them. Simply put, boundaries are the invisible barrier you need to create a reasonable way for people to interact with you if they want your undivided attention. Always remember this. The only people that get mad at you for having boundaries and sticking to them are the ones that benefit the most by you not having them. Think about it. Why did you start your business? I'm sure it wasn't so that you could work 60 or more hours a week and have little to no time for yourself or your family. Now, that might be your current reality, but you're listening to this episode, which means you want to change that. One of my favorite quotes by Jim Rohn is either you run the day or the day runs you. So I'm giving you permission to decide where you're going to spend your time. No one else can tell you how to manage your time because no one else lives your life. And honestly, I don't know one single person that doesn't struggle with this. I even have moments when I struggle with this. So I have to pause, reevaluate, and get back on track. So there are three basic boundaries that you can put in place so that you can stop putting your business ahead of the things you need to spend your time on and the people you need to be spending your time with. The first one, set office hours. If you work for someone else, wouldn't you have set hours? That should not change just because you work for yourself. And this is very important whether you work from home or you work in an outside office. Otherwise, you're going to find that you are always working and that should not be the case. Boundary number two, designate specific times to respond to messages, emails, and be on social media daily. Create a schedule for checking and responding to email and social media messages throughout the day. Then determine how long those scheduled check-ins are going to be. Otherwise, you go down the rabbit hole and you lose track of time. Third boundary, designate specific days and times for business calls. Do not waste time playing email tag trying to get calls set up. Use an online scheduler. It makes setting appointments easy for everybody, not to mention It helps you maximize the windows of time that you have available so that you can get tasks 
done in your business without interruption. These three boundaries are going to help you be more focused on specific things, which means you're more productive and less distracted. Basically, you have to shift the way you operate your business and be more intentional with your time. But you've got to put these boundaries in place in order for that to happen. And you have to stick to them. Myth number two is that you need to create residual income. Let's start by talking about what residual income is. The word residual means money that is left over after things are taken care of. So to me, that means it's extra money that may or may not have a purpose. Now, I don't know about you, but every dollar that I make has a very specific purpose when I get it. That's why I don't use the term. When I talk to my clients about income or different income opportunities, we refer to it as intentional income. Whatever they are focused on in their business is so that they can achieve a very specific goal that leads to business growth and allows them to live their legacy. When you're being intentional, you are focused on something you mean to do. Remember that? And that's whether it works out or not. So in order for us to identify intentional income streams, every quarter, we review the answers to the same three questions that I've shared before so that we can build on the momentum that they've achieved in their business and stay focused. The three questions are, why did you start your business? How is this business supposed to serve you and your family now? And what is the business supposed to do for you in the long game? The answers to these questions will help you build a business that supports your lifestyle. But if you have the hustle mentality, you're letting your business take over your life. And that means you are not being intentional with how you spend your time. So without a strategic plan, you're going to end up chasing money and accepting opportunities that you should probably have passed on. A strategic plan guides your steps. You pick your goal based on the season your life is in and the plan helps you take the steps needed to make the goal happen. But without that, you get easily distracted or you take on too much. Notice I said you get easily distracted, not you could get distracted. When you have a strategic plan, it helps you to weigh those so-called opportunities and decide if you should say yes, no, or maybe later. All of this is related to your mission and your vision, which you have to keep in mind at every stage of your entrepreneurial journey. That's why I spend a great deal of time on this during back office assessments. The solo power assessment is the first step in identifying the areas of your business operations that need to change so that your business can support your lifestyle. It's a two hour recorded call on Zoom where we do a deep dive into your current operations so that I can get a better picture of what is or isn't working in your business. Basically, I'm peeking behind the curtain to see what's there. More than likely, you have some processes in place already, but we need to identify which ones are real and documented and what's in your head, and we need to get it out of your head and into a document. After that call, you get a customized action plan that's based on everything that we discussed during the assessment. Then we reconnect on Zoom and go through the plan together and discuss the next steps and how we can work together to get the plan implemented. I guarantee you, you will feel relieved after the assessment because it will give you a better picture of the current state of your operations. You will see what you already have in place. You'll know what gaps you need to fill in. And then I will be there to help you do that. 
This is the best way to get access to my strategic brain and get my eyes on your business without having to make a long-term commitment. And it's definitely going to help you be more intentional with your time because you will know exactly what you need to be spending your time on. So if you're ready to jumpstart the process and end the chaos that you're experiencing right now, then go to theshannonbaker.com forward slash assessment and book yours today. Now, the third myth I'm going to talk about, I made it last on purpose. Why? Because first, you've got to change your mindset about being busy and commit to slowing down to get your business operations in order and in the chaos. Then you need to create that detailed plan so that you focus on the right things in your business. And this will definitely happen if you book an assessment. Once those two things are done, you'll have a clear picture of the systems that you need in place to help you bring it all together. So that brings me to myth number three. You don't need processes or systems, just hire a virtual assistant. Social media has maybe convinced you that you can operate your business without systems and you just need to outsource the work to other people. And the first hire needs to be a virtual assistant. But stop and think about this. You're already working in chaos. If you hire a virtual assistant, it's just going to create even more chaos. And then you've bought someone else into that mess and you're making their life miserable too. You have to create business systems before you try to outsource anything. And notice I said outsource, not delegate, because there is a slight difference between the two. When you delegate work, it's usually to an employee or someone on your team. But you remain a part of the process and can influence it directly to achieve the desired outcome. We're trying to remove you from some of these day-to-day operations. That's why systems come in place and why you're considering bringing on another person, right? But when you outsource, you work with another business owner who provides a specific service. You can specify the outcome you want. You have limited control over how that outcome is delivered, but they know exactly what to give you. Here's an example. You outsource bookkeeping and accounting, and you expect a certain outcome like tax compliance, financial reporting, etc., right? But you don't have much say in how they deliver the outcome to you. Now, I will admit, because of the surge in the number of online businesses that provide virtual support, Most people think of building a team, and of course, a virtual assistant will be part of that team. But because things have been blurred, the two terms outsource and delegate, it doesn't strictly apply to employees. Now, I'm not contradicting myself. Think about this. Your team can include virtual assistants, an online business manager, other freelancers, and consultants. But you still have to be a part of the process. So keep this in mind. Redistributing your workload to others, it really is a fundamental part of building a business that supports your lifestyle. Outsourcing and delegating are definitely viable options for shifting your tasks to someone else to free up time in your schedule, especially if they have skills that you don't. But no matter what you decide, you cannot abdicate your responsibility. No matter what you do, you have the responsibility to be involved because this is your business. You can't set it on someone else's desk and forget it. Really, 
how you handle this shows your leadership qualities. A true leader allows someone else to complete a task, but they also communicate with them to make sure that there are no issues that need to address. If there is an issue, they solve it as it comes up and they respond when they're needed. They're not the bottleneck. So this can only happen if you have a documented process in place before you start building your team. Why? Because this is a strategic move that you have to repair yourself for mentally so that you can let go of control. And you have to be ready to give your business to someone else. Let someone else take care of the details. But the process tells them how you want things done. Otherwise, it just creates frustration for everyone else and things have to be redone more than once. Take it from me, I've been there on both sides of the coin. So I think I've said enough for today. You get the point. At least I hope you do. You cannot do all of this yourself and you don't have to, quite frankly. It takes a lot to build a business that supports your lifestyle opposed to one that controls your life. To make sure your business isn't running you, you have to put boundaries in place in your business and stick to them. You need to stop running your business by the seat of your pants and create and execute a strategic plan, which I can help you with after a back office assessment. And you have to get your core systems in place with automation so that your business is operating like a well-oiled machine. That's whether you're operating as a team of one or you're starting to build your dream team. In the end, this is your business. That means you have the power to decide how much you work. You just need to step into that power. When you do that by being more intentional with your time, you can achieve success on your own terms and you don't have to adopt the hustle mentality. I just want to thank you for tuning in this week. I hope today's episode was helpful and I would love to hear your thoughts on it. So please feel free to DM me on Instagram at the underscore Shannon Baker and let me know your thoughts. My goal is to help you enjoy your journey because I know it's not easy, but there is strength in numbers. If you have any topics or ideas you would like for me to talk about on the podcast in the future, please make sure you reach out and let me know as well. I cannot wait to hear from you. So until next time, keep calm and streamline.